further ahead of it. I know what I'm doing. Cut across the field, Bill. I know I have to get ahead of it. You're gonna have to get into that field. Do you want to drive? I'm just saying. Would you like to drive? Yes, I'd love to. This is uh, three miles southeast. Let's see what she does. Go in there. Go in there. Just wait. You're gonna miss hold it. Hold on. Just hold on a second. Have you lost your nerve? <laughs> Tighten your seatbelt. Podcast that challenges popular opinions about movies. I'm Brandon Sharp. I'm Zach Smith Michaels. And I'm Mitch Dupree. Whoa, is that Philip Seymour Hoffman? Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> and tonight we're running down an F5 and asking, why do disasters make us twister and shout? Zach, why don't you give us the synopsis for Twister? Oh, I gotcha. Bill is a hotshot meteorologist with a gorgeous Dodge Ram that he loves, and a fiancé that tags along sometimes. There's only one problem. He was born to sniff dirt, chase twisters, and live happily ever after with Joe, the only person who loves storm chasing more than he does. Well, to get this episode started off, what are some other great or not-so-great disaster movies? Who are we going to Facebook? Well, Christine Chamberlain says either The Core or The Day After Tomorrow. And then I see you commented here, Mitch, about The Core. Do you have something to say? This is this is the plot of The Core as defined by the first sentence of Wikipedia for The Core. Good. When the center of the Earth stops spinning, it causes a disturbance in the electromagnetic field that protects humanity from cosmic radiation. Sparking an apocalyptic sequence of events that builds to violent superstorms and ends with solar microwaves cooking the planet. This Ooh. movie makes no sense whatsoever. Yes. And well, I love well, it. I'll, I just fell asleep. Yeah, that's that great. This is really synopsis. good podcast content. People love that. Isn't uh, Nick Naylor from Thank You for Smoking in that movie? Yes, Aaron Eckhart yeah. to the rest Aaron of us. Aaron Eckhart, that's it. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Harvey Dent, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I, Rachel! I, I was saying the, the thrust, though, behind the core versus this movie is like the core is kind of like man was not meant to meddle. It's like, oh, we made this Project Destiny thing and we killed the planet as a result. Whereas like Twister is just, hey, there's a tornado. <laughs> the core, I feel like at one point they're like, the Earth's core stalled like an old Chevy. Like, it just has bonkers lines in it. <laughs> and it's got Stanley Tucci, in case you forgot. I haven't... I think we watched it in school, and they were just like, this is an important... Some good science in this movie, kids. <laughs> this is real science, everyone. <laughs> when I first think of disaster movies, though, I, I think my mind goes to destruction movies mm -hmm. where like i feel like there's like a man versus nature man of steel line, line of movies yes. and then yes and then like a man versus monster if you like will Superman. like well where they destroy um, the city yes, yes 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 man of steel independence day avengers even like the transformers a little bit even though i try not to talk about that movie mm. but <laughs> i think the man versus nature is really where the disaster movie comes in like this is natural disaster and i think I think maybe 
I just needed a clarification in my head when I was thinking about this first question. Don Ariana Carter says Dante's Peak. Has anyone seen Dante's Peak? I watched it in school. Yeah, that's another one he watched in school. And they were like, we're learning about volcanoes. That movie is a bummer. What happens in it? Is it like a volcano blows up? So there's this guy who like it. I think it Pierce came Brosnan. out. Yeah, Pierce Brosnan. I think it came out after Twister too because it feels yeah. a little reactionary. There's this guy who like loves following volcanoes, and he and his team go and follow volcanoes. Wait, and they what? Go to this... They don't move. There's right. no following. <laughs> You're oh, right. Okay. So, so visiting volcanoes. Well, they, they visit. They visit. Well, they volcanoes. wait for them to like blow up, and then they're like, "All right, let's get out <laughs> and see like what happens." So basically, Gosh. there's this like little town, and it's like, "Oh, this is the greatest town to live in." And Pierce Brosnan shows her because there's a volcano. We need to get out of here. And they're it's like Jaws. Was it Pompeii? Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> Dante's it Pompeii? Peak is the thing. Oh, no, okay. Dante's <laughs> Peak is the name Can't of the thing. Fun. We could ask these people to evacuate, but then we would lose money. So they're all oh going to stay gosh. here and die. <laughs> all that Dante's Peak money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All that they're going to make. So, and it's just like it's not like fun. It's not enjoyable. It's just like really sad and depressing. And when it was over, I was just kind of like, good. <laughs> I want to throw my hat into the ring for the day after tomorrow. And here's why. Okay. We, we breezed over that one. Perfect. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Dennis Quaid is an action hero in that movie. Enough said. Enough said. Yes, he is. Uh, they also say, I thought you said it was too dangerous to go outside. Ooh. I know I did. Yes. Incredible. Is that, is that also with Jake Gyllenhaal? Yeah, it's Jake Gyllenhaal who says, I know I did. I think I am drastically underwatched in Me my too. disaster movie. A tidal wave washes over the Statue of Liberty. If you haven't seen it, what are you doing with your free time is my question, I guess. Watch it. Any, oh, anything else. <laughs> anything Literally else. anything else is what I'm doing. <laughs> One that I did enjoy, though, was The Perfect Storm. Have you seen that? I have not. Isn't Mark Wahlberg in that movie? Mark Wahlberg and George Clooney. Uh, George Clooney plays the... Our two finest sal- actors. The salty old <laughs> sea captain. And Mark Wahlberg is the up-and-coming young punk. From Boston, mm. probably. From Probably from Boston. Yeah. And hey, you might be the captain on the ship, but I'm going to be captain on the ship, too. That, that was pretty good. <laughs> yeah. That was That's the long and the short of it. Good. Spoiler alert, the ship goes down, and uh, Mark Wahlberg escapes i'm kidding does that mean we can include titanic i think so okay i think of disaster movies is just like a disaster occurs right that's a disaster movie you know right well well that should be self-explanatory yeah it it should like like, titanic a disaster occurs does it not that's a disaster movie it does but it also feels more like an it feels more like an action movie because there's a sense of like, look at how cool this is. Like, it's kind of like James Cameron's. Like, That's Come the thrust see this. of every disaster movie. What are you? Twister is just look at how cool this is. The core is just look at how cool this is. Oh, I know. Yeah. That's what disaster but movies are. But, but. It's a lot about creating a spectacle. Yeah, it is. For sure. The visuals. But the Titanic was a tragedy. Yeah. And so it feels <laughs> a little insensitive for them to oh. go, don't you want to see Kate Winslet and Leo run around and do cool stuff? Matthew Chamberlain says Deep Impact. Anyone seen this one? No. Meteor, right? Goodness Armageddon. gracious, we're terrible with I'm too busy. We're bad at movies. Listen, y'all. I'm too not busy. Our, not our forte. Uh-uh. I'm too busy enjoying my life to watch innocent people get their crap destroyed. Okay. Oh my.
Sinister is packed with some interesting characters and quotable moments, isn't it? Isn't it? What are some of your favorites? My favorite is just, it's one word. Food. Food. Jeez Louise. No, no, no. (laughs) The way it's all about the delivery in that one. It's all about the delivery. They're like a pack of wolves, these these storm chasers. Feed us meat, Ellen Hunt. (laughs) When I was watching this and the tornado hit... um, her aunt's house i looked over at my wife katie and said she probably just got done doing those dishes poor woman (laughs) i mean the way they just the way they just left her house in shambles Mm. shambles it feels very reasonable to me that helen hunt is like hey i'm not gonna ask my aunt with no notice to make food right for 20 people right like i can't believe you joe i can't believe you would do this to us food Zach, you've been awful quiet over there. What's your favorite part? Uh, my favorite part of the movie was when they watched uh, The Shining at the drive-through because uh, <laughs> it made me think of a movie I'd rather be watching. I oh. can't believe this. I did not like this movie. This this episode just took a yes, turn. It did. Goodness gracious! Way to bury the lead, Zach. Attack. That's why I haven't said anything. Yeah, <laughs> I thought you were going to say my favorite part was when the credits rolled a at the end, like you is usually not do. A good space for if you don't have something nice to say, don't say it at all. We want to hear your thoughts. <laughs> your name's on the masthead. I know. No, I know. I was like, I'm just going to let them enjoy this for a moment before I say, I yeah, I really did not this movie it made me like sleepy it, it ruined my night i went to bed directly after the movie because i was like nothing well, made you laugh no i really i i tried i got my popcorn and my big drink and i was like yeah take me away and i i really just did not enjoy myself watching this movie i'm sorry guys we're gonna call this segment the suck zone because Zach just <laughs> the suck sucks zone. all the joy out of the room and and my heart and in my life. Hence, I didn't say anything. <laughs> uh, so you guys could enjoy it. You you brought me into this. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> I'm 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 a little bummed out now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I've I feel like you didn't even try. You didn't try. I yes, like I that did way too. A little bit. A little bit. Why? Why do you feel like I didn't try, or did you just know that I wouldn't like it? No, I knew you probably wouldn't love it. Mm. I knew it if it was your first time watching it, it, it this movie has not aged well. No. It wasn't going to be like flying off the shelf somewhere. Yeah. So I figured you wouldn't love it. Here's, but I thought maybe, maybe, just maybe. So did I. We might I, get a little, we might little, get a little giggle out of Zach or something. I thought like maybe I'll have some fun watching this. And like, honestly, the movie kind of like. At the beginning, I was like, okay, this director, it's pretty obvious that he's not an actor's director. But I was like, it feels like Diet Spielberg in some ways, like at the top, like, you know, and I know Michael Crichton wrote this. He also wrote the screenplay for Jurassic Park. And Spielberg produced. Spielberg produced. Yes. I didn't. That's a Spielberg movie. So, <laughs> okay that's well, why it feels like a spielberg movie well i was like it feels very diet Spiel- i was like like the actors don't feel natural they sound like characters in a movie and not like people so that was my thing i couldn't i didn't get into any well, of the yeah. characters so i didn't that mm-hmm. was my issue like i i think like kind of now i've really honed in on I like movies with great characters. And like, if I'm going to see a disaster, I want to see characters that I care about in there. And like the characters were all like a little one note and like not very three dimensional. So I had a hard time getting into that. And as a result, like I just, 
didn't care as the movie was going what on. What about like the what about the chemistry between Bill and there Joe? Is like the absolutely banter? none. I, there is I would none. agree with there, there is, is no, no chemistry. chemistry between Bill Paxton yeah. and, and I was Helen not Pop. rooting for you them. would consider that a weak a weak moment sure. when they're yeah. It's also like one of those weird movies where like a divorced couple is like pushed back together for some yeah. weird irksome reason, and I I find that to be really tasteless. I don't like and that. I, I kind of felt bad for his fiance because I was like, man, she's like, oh, I'll go with so you. I'll bad for Jamie you. Gertz. Yes, absolutely. I will do anything that you want to do. And then he's like, Arr. by the way, and one of the best parts of the movie, her and her giant cell phone uh, talking to, you know, she didn't only marry your penis. An incredible line of dialogue. Yes. I love it, I love Jamie Gertz in this movie. I feel so bad for her in her white suit. I feel like the movie is like holding her up against Helen Hunt and you're like, look at this ridiculous woman who doesn't want to be in the center of a tornado like, like she's the normal one joe and bill paxton are weirdos like she's very normal to think this is not okay yes i did feel like when they were at the drive-in and they were down in the uh oil the oil pit and um the <laughs> cars like, were up, crashing down yeah the cars were crashing down he was like it's gonna be all right kind of exasperated yes in his it tone. wasn't comforting he was like shut up <laughs> yeah it's gonna be yeah. all right shut calm up. down i've got to say i was like i feel like i would be freaking out <laughs> yeah bill paxton might be the real villain of twister i he do think be. that oh is, my gosh well, well, yeah. hold on because this is a movie without a villain it's like do we make the f5 the villain and eh, that can't work do we make carrie always the villain yeah eh, his real motivation is just i do the same science as you but i want to get paid so <laughs> I, I really do think bill paxton this like kind of abusive husband is a little bit the bad guy in some ways he's not a good man yeah yeah he almost crashes the truck because he's yelling at her so much i don't root for him Mm. the road look at the road yeah game over Uh uh-uh can i i love bill in this movie i love him (laughs) here talk about it man Uh talk about it i love i love the fact that his whole thing is he's like a witch doctor with mother nature <laughs> yeah he picks up the dirt <laughs> sniffs the air it's it is fascinating <laughs> to me and i th- i think the character of bill versus the character of joe she's got this deep-seated motivation she does it because she has trauma in her past right, he does right. it because he's amazing at it and mm-hmm. he can and that's why he leaves it because he doesn't need it like she needs it mm. so to to me they're both they're fascinating in their own ways i mean fa- i'm using that word lightly but they're interesting in their own ways i like the way Bill is just, he shows back up and he's like in it. He's like, he just gets sucked back in and he just performs at a high level, like right away. Yeah. I think that scene though, where he like has to hold Helen Hunt and he's like, it won't bring your father back. Joe (laughs) is so crazy. Over, I'm like, yeah, we understand. You can't control it. You can't predict it. No line has ever been delivered (laughs) with so much passion ever in a movie. I think his part in that scene stinks because it's like we understand the themes <laughs> without you having to explicitly yeah. say them at, at us at the audience but her helen hunt when she says no you don't get it uh you've never seen it miss this house and miss that how house and come after you that yeah. always makes me cry for some i reason. thought that was actually a, pr- a pretty good delivery sure. on her part yeah yeah i don't know what it is but yeah uh, to talk about something that I actually did enjoy in the movie, yeah. I do feel like this movie 
under the right circumstances would have Phantom Menaced me a little bit in that at the end of Phantom Menace, it has that awesome lightsaber fight. So you leave the movie like this is the greatest movie ever because the last 20 minutes of Twister, I was just like, yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. I was like, "Uh uh-huh. This is cool. Like, this is cool. And again, I was like, I get why people are always like, I'd love to see this in IMAX. I'd love to. I was like, okay, now I get it. But I was like, but I also remembered the first like hour and 30 minutes of the movie and got bummed out again so <laughs> yeah the, the progression of the movie is i was thinking about it today at work <laughs> a tornado happens another tornado happens but this time it's three tornadoes a big tornado happens <laughs> then the biggest tornado happens and there are character beats in the middle of all that but like, yeah it's it's not very creative <laughs> no no it's not <laughs> this movie fires on all cylinders i don't know what you're talking yes about. <laughs> yes i'm totally with you as soon as as soon as in the opening scene i gotta say what it's like we have four dorothy's i'm like oh i guess we're gonna need four tries to get this thing to work <laughs> <laughs> that's funny that's actually really funny question that a tornado can be devastating. I've seen this firsthand. Dayton was hammered by a handful of tornadoes a little over a year ago, and in some ways we still haven't recovered. Twister does a great job showing the fun, exciting side of storm chasing. How do you feel like they handle the flip side of this coin, the side where people lose their homes? I'll just say I don't think the movie handles that which I'm not bringing up as like a criticism, but I mean, I wrote down in my notes, the movie ends with the two leads making out in the rubble and the team high-fiving each other. So I don't think at any point, (laughs) I don't think at any point they're like asking the audience to look at everything happening and say, this is horrible. Whoa. You are totally glossing over the, they had no warning progression of scenes from starting at the drive-in and then going through aunt Meg and all that devastation. There's literally like a crying baby in the background. Cause right. I wrote in my notes, this is a bit on the nose for me. They're really trying to hit how, sure. you know, people don't. I see what you're saying though, Zach, it feels like it should be more of a somber known, a somber moment, especially since they're standing in the middle of someone's destroyed farm. Yeah. Sure. Like, yeah. Sure. There, there is, there is absolutely it tries that. to have its cake and eat it too. That's it's like tornadoes are really cool. They also ruin people's lives and kill people, but they're really cool. I think that's why I said that the movie doesn't and that it kind of glosses over because the thing is the movie wants it both ways. Like it wants you to feel bad about that. But then it's followed immediately by the coolest sequence in the movie, which is also the worst tornado that we've had yet. So it's so like it, it might show for a moment like, Oh, this is really bad. But then five minutes later, you're just like, yeah, yeah. Destroy, destroy everything. Yeah. I felt so devastated in the scene when aunt Meg is being like, put in the ambulance mm. i'm like i'll drive myself to the hospital and i'm like yeah. honey your car is wrapped in a tree around the corner and it's like very like you're not going anywhere i'm like it's ten thousand dollars for every ambulance ride and she just lost her home this is not a joke but the movie mm. sure treats it like a joke don't they and yeah. it's weird because i remember they did like psas like when this movie came or at least i went to universal and like they the whole okay. like pre-show ride is like i was really the yeah it's like tornadoes are serious like here are organizations. i was actually wondering yeah. if this was like a 
there was some type of message or like uh, a public service announcement attached to this because mm-hmm. it, it feels like there should be like we're working towards this and you know the science behind uh, tornadoes and weather is still you know it just felt like that's what they like that's what we were getting at you know there there should be these yeah. advancements there's not but it didn't feel like something that's being held up by something we can solve you know right. what I'm saying yeah, like right. we're not able to do this because the science not isn't there you know mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not seeing well no one wants to spend the money on it that's not why we don't have these great warning systems that that to me it just didn't play like there's something I can do what's the call to action well, you know that's why it didn't that's why I felt flat in that aspect and I think the movie tries to retcon that by the last tornado being but this is the one where we finally got the Dorothy to work so it's kind of like yeah, they're allowed yeah. to make out and high five each other because you know even though this person's livelihood is ruined at least their science project got done well, their science project that will save <laughs> lives sci- and yeah, fight it, the tornadoes. Exactly. But yeah, it is a yeah. weird thing that like they at the beginning are fully like we we can't predict the tornadoes. We're not going right. to be able to solve the problem. This is just going to make things kind of better. Yeah, it's a weird premise. Uh, right. for, yeah. And the, speaking of the science better. like part not being like legit, like it's weird to me that like the opening scene shows this meteorological agency that's like. We know exactly where the tornadoes are going to be. It's going to strap in as a real bumpy night. They're going to be in Wichita. Then they're going to be in. And then, and then the whole movie's like, but there's no way we know where the tornadoes are be. Like, what are you talking about? I, I love that scene because it's like, it's going to be a long day. And you think that means like, oh, bad news. And then it's like, it's like, oh, that's good for these people. A long day is great for this group over here. I mean, they're literally ambulance chasers. Like at one point yeah. he like spits at Jonas is like, he's a night crawler. I'm like, you're the same thing. You jerk. <laughs> yeah, you're no saint. Corporate sponsor. I, I don't know. For some reason, the way Jonas gets under Bill's skin really makes me chuckle. Yeah. It really makes me chuckle. Yeah. The way he comes flying up, and instead of punching him or something, he knocks his hat off. I'm like, man, Bill, <laughs> you're great at this. You are great at this. It's also yeah. buck wild oh. to me that like the his his beef with him is like. Oh, he went out and got some corporate sponsors. He likes money. And then every eight seconds, the movie's like, enjoy an ice cold Pepsi. And why don't mm-hmm. you drive a Jeep Wrangler? I'm like, this, <laughs> what are you doing? This movie is just totally self-contradictory in those ways. I don't, I don't get it. Also, can I uh, just pull it back a little bit to the question about how does this movie handle, you know, yeah, the tragedy, the, sure. the tragedy, the trauma that some people experience afterwards. And I think that, you know, there is some of this does fall in the audience. You know, like if you are going to sit down to watch this movie Twister, like you, you kind of have to know what you're getting into. So I think if you've experienced like trauma due to like tornado based disasters in your life, like maybe you shouldn't see this because, again, I don't feel like the goal of this movie you know, in the storytelling is to say, hey, like, we know that this is a serious thing and that it affects millions of families every year. Isn't this horrible? No, it's like the goal is to be a a fun summer popcorn movie. So I do think that to some extent, there's a little bit of responsibility that the audience has to take when they're deciding, you know, I'm going to go see Twister. Yeah, I think also... This time around for me was completely different in the, in the opening shot, the dad is watching the news and he's kind of looking outside. I, I, 
I actually spent time doing that last year. Yeah. Like I was, mm. I was super nervous. Like, like, do I wake my kids up? You know, it's super hard to get them back to sleep. So, you know, I, I need to make sure that I need to do this. And it was like this tug of war between, you know, uh, keeping, I don't know, like making my life easier and making sure I'm keeping them safe. Right. Like I was just, I don't know. It was, it was very, it was surreal. It was a surreal night. And I had my, you know, I had my radio on next to my bed all night long. So this it was absolutely much more real to me and in the moment, in the serious moments. And when they're driving into Wakita and it was just, you know, wiped out, I've spent a lot of time driving up and down North Dixie and North yeah. Dayton, you know, um, over the past year. And it, it, it looks exactly the same. Yeah. So to me, those moments, those did play. Yeah. And I think the fact that they, they really centered Joe's motivation around that, played for me i like i get okay. how something like that could drive you it was a little bit weird to me i'm i'm with you but it was a little strange to me that like she became a tornado hunter like i'm th thinking to myself like wouldn't you be like traumatized to the point you would be really afraid of tornadoes or like wouldn't mm -hmm. want to be around them like wouldn't like i would be like I want to invest in better storm shelters or door locks. Like, you know, yeah. not like I want to be in the middle of the twister. Like it was just yeah. like a strange progression of like a tornado killed my father. I must it, be in the center of one. Like it, it was just like a weird progression for me. Yeah. From a writing standpoint, it feels a little like, I don't know if the word is tone deaf, but just kind of like there's two ways you could look at anything. And like the writers are saying, there's two ways you could look at anything. You could live in fear or you could go after it, you know? So yeah. th there was kind of that, that thrust yeah. to me a little bit. Like yeah. I'm not going to let this thing beat me. And like in real life, when you go through trauma, that doesn't mean you have to go out and, you know, an attack. Like sometimes it's like, I can't handle this. I need to separate myself. She is, yeah. she is though obsessive yeah. in yeah. certain scenes, like self the very first scene, yeah. the, the self-destructive, the very first scene when they, they crash the pickup truck and they go under the bridge mm -hmm. and she's like crawling out. I have to see it. You can tell, you can tell she's obsessive. And I think mm -hmm. there could be a case made that she wants to see the thing that took her father. Right. I don't know. Maybe yeah. that might be a stretch, mm -hmm. yeah. but she does seem obsessive to me. I think you're right. Brandon, mm -hmm. could I ask, could I ask a question that may be hard for you to answer? Absolutely. How do you think this movie would have impacted you post surviving a tornado? If you hadn't seen it prior, like if this was your first time watching it, how do you think it would have hit you? I think there would have been a little PTSD there for sure. Interesting. Um, really? I think, I, I think the big thing is knowing that there's something you can't protect your family from. Mm, I think yeah. that is the thing for me that you're powerless. I mean, you can take measures. You can yeah. protect, you can hide or secure yourself as much as possible. But knowing that ultimately this is an act of God and only he can protect you in this in this circumstance, um, I think, sure, I think there would have been a little PTSD um, for me. Mm. Now, that being said, I was extremely lucky um, and I had it way better than <laughs> than most of the people in Dayton. Um, but I think that that sitting up, watching the news trying to make decisions, not knowing what to do. Uh, yeah, right. that was, that was 
slightly traumatizing so, because uh and again not to like you know compare but like i don't watch movies about 9-11 i avoid those sure. you know because you know mm-hmm. living through that in new york like it's it's just right, something i right. don't want to rewatch. so again i'm like right. if you if you're choosing to go see that movie like that's fine it's just i know that it's gonna like trigger something so i don't go watch it so that's why i was wondering you know if, if this is a movie that you would even consider watching had you not like seen it prior do you think you would have watched it or or no? Well, I don't honestly. I if you didn't have you. a podcast I, I think, about it, do you think? I think at this point, if I hadn't seen it, no, I don't think I would have. And the fact that Dayton was hit by tornadoes would have probably not helped Twister's case in my mind. I don't think I would have been searching for it online or anything. But yeah, I don't know. Twister contains some of the most impressive disaster-related visuals we had seen in a movie up to that point. Why do we love disaster movies? I think one of the reasons that we do like disaster movies, especially ones about like nature, is because there's this awe or you know at the majesty uh, of something that is so grand and like you like we there's a reason we call it an act of god right like right. it's not something that sure. can be controlled or tamed yeah. it's the earth right uh and there's there's something um you know it's powerful and we need to respect its power and we should fear its destructive power but there's also something to awe and marvel at and i think that's why a movie like twister like, to be clear, like, I think a movie like Twister is a dumb movie, but I also think it's sure. dumb in a different way from, like, a Fast and the Furious kind of dumb, where, like, Fast and the Furious is, like... Crazy stuff is happening. Yeah, well, and, like, this is so ridiculous and stupid, and it's a fun time, where, like... Good. This, Can this... we pick a different movie to call <laughs> dumb all the time on this? Right, right, this. right, right. But, like, this, this is, like, you know, yeah, it's far-fetched, but the central theme of the movie of, like, these people... People, um, you know, have respect for nature and they've centered their lives around it and they're trying to fix a problem. I think all of that holds up like it is compelling enough to, you know, even if there's some silly elements, it's still a compelling movie to watch. Right. And and like to jump on what you're saying, Mitch, I think there is a level of these movies. They almost make normal people seem like superheroes in some way. And like their superpower is when we stick together, we're stronger. Like when we can kind of like fight this thing together or like follow the rules together. We're like, like the bad guy is Carrie always. Why is he bad? Because he's separated from the group. We need like Mm. during these times when this is happening, we all need to stick together. And I think that that's one of the things that speaks to people, you know, like if we unite, we can defeat our common enemy, even though like it is an act of God and all that. But in this movie, it's like, Hey, we were able to work together. We were able to team up. We were able to keep, you know, people safe in the drive-in theater for the most part. And then we were able to get the Dorothy into the machine. So I think that there is a level of that too. I think I also just appreciate movies where scientists are, you know, cool, right? Like the scientists are cool, you know, and, and it's, it's ridiculous science, right? Like it's not like the movie isn't portraying it uh, realistically, but you know, every because let's be clear, it's not even meteorology. Nah, this, nah, this, is, this, some, is, this is something uh-uh. different. <laughs> this is something else entirely. This is Pepsi Canology. Enjoy a nice uh, Pepsi today. Yeah, I think, and I may be the outlier here. The outlier here, but I actually don't love disaster movies. Me either. Mm. Uh, it's and it's hard for me 
to watch devastation in movies sometimes. And, and honestly, even, even uh, apart from what I mentioned in the previous block, not, not having to do anything with my personal experiences, just, it's hard for me to watch stuff get destroyed. I yeah. think about even a fun movie like the Avengers yeah. NYC getting destroyed is kind of hard for me to watch yeah. even. And then I'm going to take that even a, a step smaller, uh, into the spider verse. When the villains come crashing in aunt May's house, mm-hmm. that stresses me out so much. And they're destroying your house. Yeah. I, Take it outside. I, <laughs> I don't know. And I don't know if it's because I have a, a mortgage now and I know how expensive stuff is, yeah. but, but honestly that stuff really stresses me out. Yeah. Well, it's the really same does. reason I freaked out at the ambulance costs. I'm like, Oh, I yeah. know what yeah. that costs now. Uh. Well, I mean, I oh, think gosh. that that's kind of also taken place. Like just culturally there's been a bit of a shift where now most people don't like seeing that. Cause you think about, you know, Batman V Superman, they make it a whole point in the movie to be like Superman destroyed Metropolis. In, like, Captain America Civil War, they're like, hey, every time you guys fight someone, you break and destroy tons of stuff. So it almost feels like, you know, reactionary in a way to how people have been like, hey, we we don't like seeing people get their stuff destroyed. And I don't know if that's because, you know, of, you know, the economic crisis that that people have been going through. But in some ways, I think the kind of lack of seeing disaster movies where stuff just, you know, blows up. I think that there's less of a taste for that now. I don't know. I mean, I think they can serve different purposes. I know we like to lump things in for categories for the sake of the show, but like, sure, sure. like I think about like a, the day after tomorrow is like, this is a cautionary tale for the environment, right? Mm-hmm. Where like sure, something sure. like the core is more of a, a silly romp in some ways, right? An adventure movie, you know, it's like a right. journey to the center of the earth kind of thing. And this is like, look at how cool and big uh, and majestic tornadoes are uh, and how cool storm chases are as people. So right. the, the, it is hard to lump them together in some respects. It you is. Know? Yeah. There's also something to me about the tornado becoming the monster yeah. and how they have, how it has, or not, not it it's there's multiple, how the multiple tornadoes have like their own sound, you know, almost yes. like the T-Rex, like, a, like the, almost like the T-Rex. Exactly. Yes. Exactly what mm-hmm. I was thinking mm-hmm. and how when they're, I don't know what the term they said, they're back building or they're back drafting or something. And it was like this low guttural noise. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this reminds me of watching Jurassic Park. You know yes. what it is? It's a, uh, they slowed down the voice of a camel. Really? Did uh, they? Yeah. They, and mm-hmm. that's how they got wow, that noise. A, yeah. And it's really cool. That's a tasty little tidbit. How, how yeah. do you find all this stuff out, Mitch? How do you? I love <laughs> Twister. Let, and all the criticisms I brought up, I want to be clear. I love this movie. They treat the NATOs like freaking Michael Meyer. They may as, have, may as well have like little masks on them. I don't care. I love this movie and I love the tornadoes in it. It's a, it's a great movie. Everyone told me when I moved out to Kansas too, like, oh man. You know, you know, they have tornadoes out there. Like there was like one thing people would say tornadoes and the Wizard of Oz. So two things. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. I, I still love Twister. I don't care. It's a great movie. Not real. And the Wizard of Oz. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, fellas, any closing thoughts on Twister? Okay. I I think the movie is a little nonsensical. Sure. Like a lot of, uh, first of all, like it can't be 
understated how much time they spend literally inside tornadoes in this movie. It's crazy. But even if it's silly, I give it some credit. I think that the the writers know. There's even a, a Steven Spielberg quote where he said as the producer, you're not going to see Twister for the script. There were three screenwriters originally on the movie, by the way. Like, yeah, it was Michael Crichton, Joss Whedon, and uh, someone from Schindler's List. Uh, yeah, it's it's insane. It's insane. One <laughs> of those guys like, has to go. <laughs> yeah, and he was like, guess what? It, it doesn't matter. It's not about the script, right? Uh, so I think that it's just the right amount of self-aware for me, where a movie like Sharknado, for example, is like, this is way too self-aware. It's trying too hard. Like, uh, a movie like Twister is just like, it is effortless. I can't say that effortlessly. word without even trying. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. It's campy, and, and it's an enjoyable watch for me. Uh, yeah, I and, and I don't want to gloss over, uh, you know, our C block where we talked about the devastation of tornadoes like that. Mm-hmm. It's a real thing, and, and I don't want to be dismissive of that. But I think you know, for most people who you know don't get near a tornado in their lives and really they they are pretty removed from that situation uh this is gonna be a a dumb fun movie where they're you know increasingly placed in more dangerous environments and they're able to overcome it through the power of friendship through the power of a van halen song Mm. uh through the power of sunshine Mm. so yeah go watch twister if those things sound enjoyable to you it's a great movie to have on if you're gonna fall asleep for a nap Roger Ebert's review kind of sums up exactly how I feel about this movie, where he wrote, you want loud, dumb, skillful, escapist entertainment? Twister works. You want to think? Think twice about seeing it. And I mean, that's that's how I feel like he nails it. Like, look, if you want to go turn off your brain and have fun and watch something cool. But for me, like the fun is always in you know, the characters in the movie and like the characters that I like being in harm's way. Like I want to like be white knuckled and afraid when some, when stuff's happening to them. So with a movie like twist and I get that that's not everybody's cup of tea. I'm not saying you're wrong. If you know, that's not something you care about or that, you know, you're a bad movie watcher. It's just for me. Like I love character driven stories. Those are my favorite types of movies. So for twister where it's just like a big tornado and some characters who are all like one note and a little goofy, you know, I, I just don't care. So I don't care when the tornado is going to get them. And as a result, like the movie just left me feeling bored and sleepy. So if you mm. if this is your thing, if you like watching destruction and you just like to see stuff, you know, blow up and that's fun for you. Great. Enjoy. Watch it over and over again. But for me, I want to care about what's happening to the people. I'm going to jump in, though, and say, like, it's not a lot of ex- like there's a connotation of like things blowing up. Right. Like it is not that kind of movie. It's not a Michael Bay kind of action. Uh, you know, it, it isn't. This is this is more in the uh, the vein of Steven Spielberg. Like there is uh, a pretty good production quality. Uh, the for the opening scene, like it, I feel like I'm uh, watching uh, an incredible set piece. Uh, so a lot of people, when they saw this, uh, when it came out, you saw it for the special effects. Do those special effects hold up necessarily? Some of them do, some of them don't. It's nothing but to I, sneeze at. Yeah, it, but I, I don't want it to be lumped in with uh, the same kind of uh, art that like a Transformers is, where yeah. I think it mm. is actively bad for our culture. No, like, I don't no. think that that's what this is. It's remembered fondly by a lot of people, I think, because it's, you know, for the most part, 
uh, a pretty well made, you know, movie that you don't have to think too much about. And that's what a lot of Steven Spielberg movies actually are. They're fun escapist romps. Well, I think kind of just in closing, um, I think tornadoes are something that most people know about. Maybe not everyone has direct exposure to them, but most people know about them. And I think one thing that um, is distinct about tornadoes versus like a thunderstorm or something like that, we know very little, at least a layperson knows very little about a tornado and why it happens, Mm. what is happening, you know, with the atmosphere and what is creating this phenomenon. And I think to take something like that, that that could create some fascination in, in people and turn it into almost a monster with, you know, uh, with its own noises and, and visuals. I think that idea is, is a very good one. I think this movie could have been pulled off a little better, but I think the idea is there. Mm -hmm. I think one thing that we never talk about as moviegoers is the, the sound mixing and the audio. Mm -hmm. To me, the audio is more impressive than the visuals. The visuals don't hold up for me. The audio still blows my mind to this day. Mm -hmm. If I, you know, if I crank this movie up and that, and that's the one thing that's my one, like if you're going to watch this movie, crank it up yes. like it should be loud mm, yeah. it doesn't have to be on the biggest screen <laughs> at least for me it needs to be loud though if you've got your headphones in it may not it may not work it's just not going to translate mm-hmm. yeah the characters are thin the story's thin it's all thin but there is just something there that makes me want to watch it again and there's something there that keeps me coming back and i think it's pretty funny i think there are some great lines it gets a thumbs up for me so Take that for what it's worth. No, that was a good twister. Hey, thanks for joining us for another thrilling episode of Is It Really? If you have a few minutes, you can head over to Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We are the real boys. That's the R-E-E-L boys. And if you enjoyed this episode or others, why not leave us an F5 star rating and review? Maybe we'll see some fours, but hopefully not. We will be back in two weeks to talk about another group of hunters. Ghost hunters. Who are you going to call? Hopefully your friends so that they can share in your love of Is It Really? We'll catch you next time. (laughs) 